For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome in to the latest episode of the Five on the Floor podcast on the Five Reason Sports Network coming to you as the Heater walking off the court in Cleveland, losing a game I just cannot believe that they lost. I'm going to be with Alphonse Sidney today. We need some raw emotion. Before we get to that, I'll tell you about one of the great sponsors of the Five Reason Sports Network, the Seltzer Mayberg Law Firm. You can find them at onecalllegal.com. Make sure you spell it out, O-N-E, calllegal.com. They'll handle any kind of case that you've got and cases from all over the state based right there. In North Miami, they handle immigration, slip and fall, traffic accidents, personal injury, and just about everything else. They're starting a sports law division as well. So go check them out again just before the Golden Glades, right off of I-95 in Miami Shores. It's onecalllegal.com. Someone there 24 hours a day on that website to handle any of your questions. And now, today's episode. Welcome to Five on the Floor. A Miami Heat and NBA podcast from Ethan Skolnick with Alvon Sydney, a.k.a. ALF954. Brought to you by the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back with Alfon Sydney. Um, I've got this Fox Sports Sun feed on. Alf, you were driving while all this was occurring tonight? Is that right? Well, I was driving um, during the fourth quarter. And it was actually pretty funny to hear Mike Inglis talk about what was going on. And then I came back in. I came back in the house with about five minutes left um, to just see what. An, I mean, just a completely epic collapse. Um, well, Inglis is usually Inglis is usually one where like if they're up, and I love Mike, but if they're up thirteen and it goes down to eight, he's in a panic. But tonight, well, no, he started panicking. Reason to panic. He started panicking down sixteen, and I thought it was funny. And then it got fourteen, then twelve, then eight, then. It was, I was like, oh my, I mean, it was like he was a prophet this time. And yeah. the fact that this even went to overtime is an absolute joke. It wasn't even that he were lucky to get it into overtime. They just got the brakes beat off them in the fourth quarter. I think um, somebody pointed out they scored like 19 points in the last 17 minutes or something. Yeah, they were at one point until late in the fourth. They had scored eight points in the fourth. Um, you know, they went into the fourth quarter up 19 uh, they only got it to the overtime because Kevin Porter Jr. decided not to, or it was a Porter Jr. was Sexton, didn't box out at the end, and so none was able to grab the ball and put it back in after. And just a bunch of three. bad shots, bad threes. Well, um, no move, no motion to the offense, offense, no move, ball movement, no nothing. A lot of guys were bad. I mean, just bad or just looked afraid of the yeah. moment, like afraid of the moment in on the road in Cleveland is a is a really bad sign. Uh, when it comes to playoff time. Well, it is, and we keep talking about two different teams and the way they looked against Cleveland at home and then the first half of this game when they're up big. But you're right, and, and this was striking to me, that Cleveland's young players, I'm not a big Sexton guy, but Garland and Kevin Porter Jr. look less afraid than the Heat veterans did tonight. That's really problematic. The, the only guy I, that was on the court for the Heat that I thought 
looked like he wanted to be there was Jake Crowder. Uh, I mean, he, he had a decisive three at the end of the game. He didn't make every right play, but he made most of them. Um, but let's go through this because here's the issue, and I was dealing with this on Twitter a little bit. Everybody's like, get this guy out of the game, right? Get Dragic out. He looks awful. Get Nunn out. He looks awful. Get Duncan out. He can't defend. Get Iguodala out. He's too old. Uh, I'm going to get this, get this, get that. And I'm like, okay, for who? Like, like we're suggesting to take guys out and put in who? And, I, and, I, and then there was another tweet that came in, and I just don't want to hear this tonight. There's another tweet that came in. They're missing a bunch of guys. I, I get it. They don't have Hero. They don't have Leonard. They don't have Butler. They're the Cavs. Yeah, you're come up, on. You're, you're up 19 going into the fourth. It's a team that quit on its coach already. Love is waiting to get traded. Tristan Thompson is waiting to get bought out. They've got three kids who are completely raw at this point. They don't have anybody else of any consequence, and yet Larry Nance Jr. is leading the comeback against them. I was in Cleveland during the 27-game winning streak, all right, when the Heat were down 27 points. Remember that? <laughs> and LeBron yeah. and Shane Battier led them back with a bunch of threes. LeBron and Shane Battier. This was reverse, except it was Larry Nance Leapin Jr. I, look, I, this is not acceptable, and, and I think we've gotten to the point now. We keep talking about them on the road, but, like, this is not a loss in Oklahoma City. Like, this is a loss to Atlanta. This is a loss to Cleveland. And I guess here's the issue. like Washington who, without Beal. Washington without Beal. Who, who is playable? Who is playable? Because we know Bam is playable. But damn it, look, I love that guy. And I, was, I had this column ready to go. It's not the right time to run it about how he's next and all the rest of this. Believe in yourself, Bam. Look, even he from the basket, and he and won't look. It. It's not even he won't shoot it out. He doesn't. And no, look I'm at the passing basket. it out to passing it out to the corner for a Jay Crowder three. Or, I don't know if it was Jay Crowder or somebody. It was else. a Jay Crowder three. I, I don't, dude. I, it's you again. I think it was it was him against either Kevin Love or Nance, and they were underneath the basket. He's eight feet out, dude. Just go in there and just dunk it on somebody's head. But he's not even looking at. That's he's my not, thing. He's not looking. He, he's at the not. Basket. He's not even making the choice not to shoot it. He's not looking at the basket. And I, I, what I don't understand, and look, we've praised this coaching staff and Spolstra and everybody else, but I don't, this is the one thing, for some reason, they've not been able to, to get through to someone this year. Why are they not conditioning him to be more aggressive? He is by far the Heat's best player on the floor tonight. Without Jimmy, there is no close second, okay? Listen, I mean, if, Goran if, has lost a step. Like, there's no close second. For all the, for all the uh, hand-wringing we do about Jimmy at the end of games, um, taking bad shots or not driving to the rim and taking a three or just kind of just bulldozing his way in, at least he is taking the shots. Right. When you're the best player on the floor, and, and Dwayne used to do it, you have to take these shots. Like, you can't. And we, we, we talk about LeBron always making the right decision. But at the same time, LeBron at the end of games, at least he's barreling down the lane and then kicking it out. I mean, we're just seeing sometimes Bam is just at the, at, that, at the elbow, just looking to make a pass and not even looking at the rim at all. So with, with Jimmy out these past few games, Bam has had to be the guy who just says, okay, I'm taking over the game. And but he looks like he, he treats himself like he's a spoke in the wheel instead of he is the wheel. Like, yes, I, that, that, that's even with even with Jimmy and even when right. Jimmy comes back, he still needs to be more aggressive offensively. Right. And, and I, look, I've been frustrated by the Jimmy late threes. But I mean, tonight it's like, OK, Bam's put up these ridiculous numbers. And look, we've always made the case about Whiteside. Like the numbers don't mean anything in a loss. And Bam, look, I'm watching right now the goaltend. I mean, he was playing hard. Like this is not this is not about. 
any criticism of Bam and his attitude or anything. He is ideal, okay? Again, I had a column ready to go about how it's okay for Dwayne to leave the building right now because there's somebody in there to take it over. But the one who has to believe in Bam right now is Bam. Like, everybody else believes in him. Like, there's a Mount Rushmore that believes in him. It's time, and maybe this is how I'm going to tweak the column for tomorrow, it's time for him to accept that burden because – he is by far the most talented guy because we're going to nitpick everybody else. And that's what you and I are going to do the rest of this episode. I'm sorry if people don't like it, but it's time we do it. All right. But like he, he is the guy that has to take over there and, and is so frustrating and Crotty look, they don't want to criticize the players. That's the closest that Crotty will come to doing it because Eric Reed was sitting there talking about how unselfish they all were. You know, you got a better shot because yes, Jay Crowder got an open three from the corner, but like then Crotty's like, well, I'd like to see some guys sometimes take it to the basket. Like he didn't say Bam's name, but it's clear he feels that way. And I think if you're on Bam's team at this point, dude, you're great. Be great. Okay. And, and it's, it's, he's got to have that thing inside of him. You know, what's funny. And it's to me, it's not just that they're missing Jimmy and Myers right now, and Hero as well, I almost feel like they're missing their voices more than anything. Yeah. I feel like they're missing the attitude. I feel like they're missing – I feel like they're just missing something. Well, those, those three two. guys – those three. I will agree with you. Those three guys in their own way uh, have a certain presence, right? Like Jimmy – like they didn't have a point guard tonight. Like Jimmy would have settled them down, all right? Uh, Myers gives them that communication voice on the court. And, and Myers is the guy, you and I are in the locker room. He's the guy that's always keeping everybody loose and everything else. And then Hero has that cockiness, right? The three of those guys have it. The guys that were on the floor at the end of the game tonight, Duncan Robinson, Bam, Goron, uh, Crowder and Iguodala are too new, and Iguodala doesn't look good. Derek Jones Jr., Kendrick Nunn, they don't have it. They don't have it. So I, I do think you're right about that, but let, let's go through this a little bit. Tonight, all right, because let's go through who can be playing and who can't be playing. I mean, I'm looking at Bam's numbers, 22, 13, 9, 3, and 4. Like, that's, a, that's an insane stat line, and they lost to Cleveland. Um, let's go through some of these guys. Is Goran Dragic playable down the stretch right now? Right now, no. And it's not just uh, some of the poor shooting. It's the decision-making. Um, the, the Just being hesitant, not being um, – not being quick with the decisions, turning the ball over, some really bad shots, uh, looking for foul calls when there are no foul calls. Um, it's just, it, like I said, it's not just a shooting. It's a decision-making on offense and the fact that he just gets picked on on defense. Right. Um, he, they went, uh, the, the I think it was Garland. I mean, just a simple pump fake. And, I mean, Goran went flying outside of the lane. And now you got Bam trying to cover two guys at once, and Garland just flips it. Garland flips it in. I mean, it's it's there's too many times late in games where they're getting the switch on a guy like Goron and just going straight to the basket, and now you're asking Bam to do the impossible. Right. Well, and I think that's taking away some of his aggressiveness on offense. I mean, this is the problem. Like, you had none who we were talking about in a second who was not getting them into offense at all. And so I'm like, they need a point guard out there. And I was like, thank God they put Goran back in the game, right? Thank God they've got the veteran who's going to settle them. And I, you know, I don't even know what Goran's overall numbers were tonight. I think they were fine, but you're right. It, when you start breaking down the plays late in games, uh, and I, his clutch numbers this year are not good. Like, it does seem like teams are attacking him. They're picking on him. And, yeah, the Garland fake, I mean, that one, like you said, he almost went flying into the first row. 
I, I don't know, but who do you play? Because I'm watching Kendrick Nunn, and when Kendrick Nunn's out there, yeah, he made the big basket late, but he's not getting them into offense. Like, he, he's not – nothing's no, happening. But, They're ending up with two seconds left on the shot clock. Yeah, but the, in, in, the, in the clutch, it should be Jimmy with the ball in his hands, and you don't have Jimmy, and they don't have a secondary option. They well, really that's, don't. Well, that's that can create for themselves and create for others. And honestly, it can be Bam, but Bam has to be a little bit quicker with the decision-making sometimes. Sometimes it'd be more aggressive as far as scoring the ball for himself as well as creating for others. Well, I think what's happened tonight is, I mean, we, we, need, to, we need to say goodbye to that three seed. That's not happening, not the way this team is playing no. right now. <laughs> and, and Philly, you know, we're going to talk about Simmons a little bit, but, you know, Philly's going to lose Simmons indefinitely. They came back and beat Atlanta tonight. Embiid had a big game, um, but it's really problematic. All right, let's go to a couple of the other guys because we talk about Nunn and Dragic. Um, Alex and I did a pod on Crowder and Iguodala. Uh, this is the first time we really got to see the Iguodala, Duncan Robinson offense-defense switch. But the problem with it is if you don't have a timeout afterwards or you don't yeah. use a timeout, you then Iguodala, uh, on offense taking a bad shot, right? Yeah. Like, so so I, I understood why Spo did it and because Duncan, again, was unplayable defensively late in the game. But then if you, if you, don't, if you can't get the guy out, you've got to count on him on the other side of the floor – and so it really is the same problem that you had before. Do you think, I asked Alex this question, do you think that Iguodala is going to get to a point this year where he's a playable player for them late in games? Um, I mean, that's hard to say just because you have no idea when he's going to round back into NBA shape. I mean, he looks great physically, but uh, NBA players will tell you all the time that being in shape and being in game shape are two different things. Um, do I, I feel like when you talk, you talk about track record, I feel like he's the kind of guy that is going to turn it on when it counts. So I'm not, I'm really not, I'm not that worried yet because I don't know how important he's going to be when you have everybody back. But if you continue to have injuries like this, especially going into the playoffs and you're counting on large minutes for Iguodala, I think that's a, that's going to be, um, that's going to be a problem. And but like, like I said, it's still really early in the process for a guy who did right. not play almost, well, basically two-thirds of the season. It's still really early, so I don't want to But he was any... not good last year. Like, that, let's, let's, let's accept that, right? Like, if you, if you watched him with Golden State last year, there was a noticeable decline. Even as good as he looks physically, if you look at his numbers, if you look at when they played him, he was not what he was during that run. Because during that want run, there were times – where you could have made a case at times he was their third or fourth best player, okay? And during, look, obviously he won an MVP in the finals, right? So there, there were times where he was absolutely essential to them. He was not that guy last year. Now, I mean, they're, I, and, they're, and the Heat aren't expecting that guy. The Heat no, but, but, can, guy but they, they give them situational minutes. I understand. 17 minutes. And I, I will tell you, um, he did come in and he did a better job on Larry Nance than anybody else is doing. He did. No, that's After true. After he came in, Larry Nance was kind of taken completely out of the game, but then – they just started picking on Duncan Robinson or Goran Dragic. Right. Wherever they could find uh, one of those two guys, that's where they were going. But that's so, where they're going, and this is, this is a young, undisciplined team with their two veterans who don't really care. Like, I'm, I'm watching Love and Tristan Thompson like, look like they won the finals after the game. Is this the first time they've, they've cared about a game the whole season? Like, I, it, it's, it's amazing to me that the Heat are so undisciplined on the road and so unfocused that they're allowing bad teams – that never look like they play together to look like functioning NBA <laughs> playoff teams against them where they're able to pick out the weak matchup 
over and over and over again. And I, I just, you know, again, I, I kind of went in on Spolster. You know, we're all Spolster guys, but I just, something's off since the trades. Like, I, and yes. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. I know Jimmy's out. I get it. I understand that. Um, I know that Leonard and Hero, in their own way, each add something here, but this is unexcusable. I mean, I'm, I'm exposed on right now. Should we listen? I'm going to try to. So did he say we got what we deserved? Because I, I was expecting that quote tonight. Hold on, that's his favorite quote. Hold on. All right. So listen, listening to Eric Spolster tonight, and we just paused a little bit so we could hear it. Uh, and he basically said that we paid the price for going through stretches where we don't defend. That when the shots are not falling, uh, we go through stretches where we don't defend. He mentioned the second quarter where they gave up 35. Of course, they were still up, you know, double digits at that point. But you know, he talked about the slippage and you know that they can get away with this at home, but they can't get away with it on the road. I just I don't understand the home road split though. Like I've never seen a team, and I know Philly's the same way. It's crazy, but I've never seen a Heat team like this. Like they've never had splits like this under Spolstra. If you look historically at their home roads, I, I think during one of the big three years they had a better record on the road. Uh, they they've I mean, not yeah. traditionally needed the home court. In fact, that's been the big joke, Alf. Is that they're, they're not complaining about how bad their their home their record home record is. is. I don't, I don't get it, and it, it's not just the young players though. Like Dragic has been better on the road than a lot of their other guys. Uh, there's been some slippage lately, but I mean, Hero wasn't playing tonight, so you can't blame him. Now Duncan's numbers are better at home, but he made his first four threes tonight. So five. It, it's five, right? Right, five. Okay, so I, I just don't get it. I don't know where, I don't know where these splits. One more guy, and then afterwards, we're gonna do something a little unique tonight. I'm going to read some of the angriest tweets that came into me tonight, okay? And, and we're going to see whether you think they're legitimate. Uh, there's something new we're going to do. Something else new we're going to do is we're going to start bringing some other people on the pod. So if you listen to the pod, your follower of the pod, we're, we're going to start doing that more and more as the season goes on. But one more guy. Um, Derek Jones Jr. sopped up a lot of those late minutes tonight. I, Alex and I talked about him on yesterday's podcast and how I think he's the guy who's going to lose minutes when Jimmy gets back because, you know, they got to justify Iguodala and Crowder has deserved to play. And so DJJ kind of becomes the guy squeezed, particularly when Myers is back in the starting lineup. Um, do you agree with me on that? Because I, it's, it does seem like Spolstra feels like he's the one guy he can trust defensively. Um, I agree with you, actually. Um, I think both. I think Iggy's going to lose some minutes. Jay Crowder's actually, he's, he's, um, he looks like he deserves every minute he gets. But I think uh, DJJ's going to lose some minutes. Iggy's going to lose some minutes. Um, Duncan's going to lose some minutes. Um, these guys who aren't going both ways, 
because you brought up the fact that DJJ brought, uh, took up a lot of those clutch minutes tonight. I forgot he played. You know, like there's a lot of those times where there's right. there's just long stretches. Like you just forget that Derrick Jones Jr. is even on the floor because he's not doing anything for you offensively. So it, the, a lot of these guys either got to figure out how they're going to stay on the floor. Duncan Robinson needs to figure out how he's going to stay on the floor on defense. Goran Dragic needs to figure it out because I, I, I see this rotation tightening and tightening and tightening. And some of these one-way guys are just not going to see the floor in the fourth quarter. Right. Well, that's true. I, and, but I, I think, uh, like I said, I think Eric is sort of out of guys he can trust. And it feels like he does trust Derek. But like you said, there's a lot of times he's not making an offensive contribution and then the spacing gets screwed up. And anyway, I'm watching right now, they're interviewing Jay Crowder in the locker room. It seems like uh, he's become accountable for a lot of this stuff. And like I say, he, he's been the guy who's actually played his I thought his minutes were fine tonight. I didn't have any issues. He's with his fine. Minutes. I mean, he's five for fourteen tonight, right? Yeah, but 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 he, but his minutes were solid though. I thought I, he 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 defended. Um, he seemed to be in the right place. He made the big three at the end. I, like Jay Crowder is the last guy I'm gonna have any issues with right you, now. Anyway, what I what I do want to see is when Myers comes back, mm-hmm. is if he gets some more fourth quarter minutes, because John Giancarlo Navas from Heat Beat, your best friend, pointed this out on Twitter. How bad they are def- defensive rebounding in the clutch, right? And we see, we saw tonight how many off, defensive possessions where they just could not – they didn't finish the possession because they didn't get defensive rebound. Mm-hmm. Guys are getting putbacks. They almost lost on a putback dunk. Yeah, I know. Uh, if I that – you know, half, half a second and they would have lost that game in, uh, in, in regulation on a putback dunk because they're not boxing anybody out. I would actually like to see more Myers Leonard in, the, in, 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 in clutch moments – for no other reason than for some size and for some rebounding because they are getting crushed out there by bigger teams when it's time to finish the defensive possession. Yeah, we'll see. But I, I think Myers is still a little ways away, though, so it's going to be well, some I time. Just, I'm probably talking about playoffs at this point. He was well, Him and here are out of the walking boots, which is a good sign. Did least. Bradley Beal score 55 tonight? He did, right? All right, anyway. At one point, he was at 53. So. All right, side note. All right, we'll get to uh, – we got one more thing we're going to get to tonight, and then we're going to get this podcast out. Uh, one of the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, though, look, they'll make you look better than the heat look tonight. Cervani Men's Custom Clothier. If it's frustrating to shop for dress clothes, can't seem to find the right fit, color, or style, or you feel like you never know what to wear or how to wear it, you got a wedding or a special event coming up, or you just wear professional attire daily, you got to go see Blanca over at Cervani Men's Custom Clothier in South Miami. Her private showroom is located right across from Sunset Place on Red Road. Cervani has been designing fine custom-made clothing in South Miami for over 30 years. Your custom-made suits, pants, shirts, and shoes will fit you just the way you like. I just cleaned my three jackets today so that I can wear them again next week. So schedule a private consultation with Blanca to start looking your best, get the benefit of a female's perspective on men's fashion. Give her a call at 305-310-2085, 305-310-2085. Nothing fits like custom tailored clothes, so stop buying off the rack. All right, we're going to do this quickly. We've got some tweets that have come into tonight. I'm just going to go through it. People wanted an emergency pod. We actually planned on potting uh, all the time. Plan on potting the whole time, but basically we decided to rush it out tonight. Um, here's one tweet. Tell me if you agree with this. Just as up or down, thumbs up, Alf, Alf's thumbs up, Alf's thumbs down. This one comes in from uh, L M I K Steven. This team has not been the same since the trade, but everyone is going to ignore this. This team is built on chemistry, and when you trade away guys and bring in new ones, you mess that up. Up or down? 
thumbs down. They were playing poorly before the trade. <laughs> like thumbs down. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm they they weren't they weren't play, It was not like they've been juggernauts since the since um the first of the year. They've well, been it's, bad. All, it's also that they've only had one home game since they brought in the new players. Yeah, right? like, so like this that. is this is really more of a uh, this is really more of a thing uh, for that. Um, Iggy doesn't fit to this team. It's obvious. This comes in from F Burke. Uh, I don't. I can't even pronounce this one. Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know that Twitter handle. Iggy doesn't fit to this team. Do you agree? Up or down? Thumbs down. It just. It's too early. Like these yeah. sweet. I, I hate these sweeping. I, these sweeping hot takes. Like I, I got one. I want you to. I want you to. <laughs> up or down? I want, you? I want up you up or down. Because this one just. I mean, this one struck me. Okay. Um, it's from Hot Take Harry. <laughs> oh well, of course. Spo has had a terrible year. Uh, I mean, I, what was what was the projection on this team before the season? Forty three. Uh, Forty three. Okay, are they gonna? I, I love Harry, and I saw him the other night at the uh, at the Wade thing. But like, are they gonna win thirty five, or are they at thirty six already? Like, I, I don't, I don't know how you have that take. Like, I I, I think there are certain elements to spolster as a coach and we can nitpick some of them right like you can nitpick in-game rotations you can nitpick whether he's getting his ready team ready to play on the road but then you can't forget the fact that he's basically helped you know him and his coaching staff have developed a bunch of g-league guys to play with jimmy butler and bam Adebayo, and the bam Adebayo has made huge strides in his third season like you can't just decide to you're going to focus on one part of what he does as a coach but not the rest do i have issues Yes, like I don't. Th- I thought he didn't coach a particularly good game the other night against Atlanta, and I said so on the podcast. But like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you can make that kind of sweeping generalization. All right, here I'll give you another one. Um, let's see, we got. Uh, so can someone remind me what Iguodala is good at again? Did you have a secret watch party that comes from our friend G Winnick? We did not. Um, this one. We have average ass players. This comes from Drew, Drew underscore SK33. We have average ass players. Crowder is having a miracle sweat, stretch shooting. He's going to come down to earth. Iggy is good for 10 minutes. Trash ass performance. I mean, I think Crowder is going to come back to earth, but I think we've seen Crowder is a pretty good player, right? So I, I don't know where I go with that. This one, I miss James Johnson. That's where we are. This comes in from J Rom Living Legends. Do you miss James Johnson? Up or down? Thumb, thumbs down. I mean, he barely played. Like, yeah. it, like the whole idea that the trade is the problem. Like, I know this is this is a new one. <laughs> I I don't I don't. Here, here's another one. Okay, this comes in from Heisenberg underscore three hundred five. I hate to say this, but losing consistently to the bad teams has been a thing for three years now. The only consistent on this team during this stretch has been Spo. There, I said it. So somehow Spo can't coach against bad teams. Like honestly, if that like. I don't know what to say because the Heat haven't been a good team. Uh, for, the Heat have been a really great team right. for the last three years. So if you're losing to bad teams, you're a bad team as but well. But they weren't so, losing I mean, to bad teams early in the year, right? So like something has yeah, changed. Yeah, this is. I mean, they, 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 they were dominating bad teams again, mostly at home. But they they were beating the bad. Apparently, teams Apparently, Spo wasn't too. coaching the first half of the season, so well, I don't know. Right. that must be. All right, let, let let me let me find two more. Um, hold on. I'm gonna no, give one of these a thumbs up. I, I don't I don't know that you can give okay. Uh I'm not gonna use that one. There's cursing in there. We're trying to stay away from the cursing lately. Um hold on. Let's see. We've got uh, pathetic, six seed, here we come. Uh choking in the fourth. I mean, I don't disagree with any of that. Um I mean pathetic, 
choking in the fourth, thumbs up. Thumbs up, On yes. both of those. On both of those. Um, this one, I mean, you've kind of said this is from Rolly underscore is underscore here. All this great feeling for All-Star Weekend right out the window with these two terrible road losses. Iguodala has been disastrous. Hero and Letter need to come back and fast. I mean, I do think that, you know, it's funny. I was texting with Sedano tonight, and, I mean, he made the point that they really miss Hero, uh, basically because if Dragic is not creating things in the fourth quarter, we've shown that Hero can. So I, I can see the value in that, but I also know that Hero wasn't contributing defensively. So a lot of the issues they've had defensively, like might be issues earlier in the game with him. But yes, Hero is a guy who's not afraid to make plays in the fourth quarter. Um, this one too. This is from Mike uh, Mike Fount- at Mike Fountains. No real excuse for this, except Duncan Robinson got way too many fourth quarter minutes for li- defensive liability. Who was ice cold shooting? I I think this is the problem. You and I have talked about this. Like Duncan tends to get off to these really fast starts, right? Like he's I think he's shooting like fifty four percent from three in the first quarter. Okay. But his numbers in the fourth quarter are better than people think. And the problem is, if you're going to say you're going to take him off the court because he's getting cooked defensively, but then you don't have his spacing, you don't have him on the court in case he hits one of those hot stretches, right? Like, I, I mean, so I, I don't – this thing about, well, Duncan, when he's struggling, take him out. <coughs> I mean, that presumes he's never going to be a good shooter again. I don't agree with that. It's not like they, they lost the fourth quarter 45-32 and offense wasn't a problem. Right. They scored like 12 points in the entire fourth. So you're talking about taking Duncan Robinson out when he's your best floor spacer. He, he has the most gravity of anybody on your team offensively. Mm-hmm. You don't have Jimmy Butler out there. You, okay, you can't play Iggy, but you can't play Duncan. Right, so who do you, you can't play? play Chris, you can't play Chris Silva. Who do you play? Now, well, he, he didn't play Olenek either, right? I do, I do. Olenek was actually a plus 15 tonight. I know. I would have liked to see him in with more, some more size. I think the size killed them. I mean, they were outscored by like 20 points in the paint tonight. I know Olenek is not, a, is not a rim protector, but he's a guy that you could put on Kevin Love for some stretches well, who could actually probably box him out a little bit better than, who, I mean, whoever else was. I mean, Derek Jones Jr. Um, so I would have liked to see a little bit more Kelly Olenek, but it's enough of this, oh, Duncan Robinson played too many minutes. Because if, if Duncan Robinson did not play the fourth quarter mm-hmm. and they scored 12 points, what right. would have been the hot take? Right. They, no, should, sure. have more, they should have played Duncan Robinson. Well, well that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, with everybody on this roster but Bam and Jimmy, there's going to be a comment of should he, he shouldn't have played that much or he should have played more. Like that's, that's, I mean, that's been the case all season. It's like the only one nobody's complaining about right now is Crowder. All right, two more quickies. Uh, we don't, uh, this is from Why Fit Miami. We don't have an all-star that can shoot facts. Uh, I mean, that's kind of true. Well, we ha- well you have one who won't who shoot, and you have one who's not playing right now who who hasn't been who shooting well for the perimeter. Who cares? They, 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 shooters aren't the problem. I mean, no. what are we talking about? I know, I know. We, I we don't have an know. all-star who can shoot. What the hell did that have to do with the game tonight? I, I don't Like, know. literally, what the hell did not having an all-star who can shoot have to do with losing to the effing Cavs? Well, all right, I have the worst tweet of the night. You ready? And people have gone on him on this. Uh, this is from at Vasco Pinto underscore capital letters. Bam is overrated. Um, if that's what you took out of tonight, I can't help you. That's it. All right. We're, uh, we're done, right? We're going to get this one up. I mean, I, look, I want him to shoot the ball. I want him to shoot the ball because he's not overrated. That's the whole thing. He's not rating himself highly enough. 
Shoot it, Bam. We believe in you. Believe in yourself. All right, that's it. No more. Uh, Alphonse Sydney at Alpha Nine Point Four at Ethan J Skolnick. We'll pod more stuff. This wasn't this, week. The, this wasn't the podcast to tell me to not curse as much. Yeah, fuck that. Good night. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.